Hey there, let's face it. Today's internet world is so saturated and everyone is fighting for their number one spot to be visible. It is no longer about running ads and having thousands of people on your email list. It is about building relationships and networking with others to grow your business and become visible. Hi, my name is Candice. I'm a podcast launch strategist and I help service-based business owners develop and deliver their message to the world by using platforms like podcasting and bringing valuable content to those who need to hear what they have to say. Welcome to the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. I have Corinne here today on today's podcast. How are you doing today, Corinne? I am doing wonderful now. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. We're so happy to have you on. So could you tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yes. My name is Corinne Kivett. And pretty much what I do is I help people get out of their own way. I help them turn that negative voice that tells us that we can't do that. I can't do this and turn that into action. So that way they can create the results that they desire and ultimately deserve. Oh, yes. I'm going to love this. (laughs) Because I know how often I would say probably maybe 10 times a day I could hear, oh, it's probably more than that. I think I'm lying. (laughs) That I hear a (laughs) negative voice in my head all the time, every day, constantly, even before I go to sleep at night. And it's just there. Mm -hmm. So that's really awesome that you help people with that. And I know a lot of people can definitely benefit from it. So let's talk about the inspiration behind you starting your business. What was that like for you? Oh man, the inspiration for starting my business. That's a great question. It started back in 2016 when I was becoming a certified financial planner. So a little bit of quick backstory, I used to work in corporate finance and I did all the things that you're quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes here, supposed to do. And I was checking off all the boxes. I'm from San Diego. So I went to San Diego State University, um, graduated top of my class. From there, I knew, you know, climb the corporate ladder, go after the benefits, go after the security. My family, they are all business owners. So I saw the struggle. I saw the ups and downs and they told me, Go for, go for that stability, go for the security, right? So I did what I was told. I graduated from SDSU, went into the corporate world, and I became a, a support staff for three different wealth advisors. And I knew that in order for me to, while I loved supporting them, I knew that in order for me to move forward, I had to get some certifications under my belt, especially as a woman, as a female, in order to break through that glass ceiling. So I decided to become a certified financial planner from the moment that I decided that I was going to go that route to taking the exam. It was six months. It was six months of studying my butt off (laughs) morning into night. And when I went to go take the exam, I ended up passing. So I was very excited that I passed. However, the excitement was fleeting and I was really only excited to tell my family. My family is a big part of my why. And when I realized that I didn't really take the exam for me, I realized that I don't think that I'm doing this for the right reasons. So after that, the universe presented me with a wonderful opportunity to work at Merrill Lynch, 
which I decided to say yes, because, you know, checking off more boxes, it was the high rise in San Diego, more better benefits, a bigger salary, I'd have the office, I'd have all of the things. So I said yes. And that year that I was there really, uh, really shook me. I realized how much I was doing the corporate route because I was supposed to and not listening to, to my heart, which was telling me to run my own business like my family, that I wanted to make a bigger impact. I was scared. I was afraid of failure. I was in the analysis paralysis. I was listening to that voice in my head that told me do it tomorrow. And one day I realized that I realized a couple of things. One was that this is my choice. My life is my choice. So I'm choosing this. And at any time I can choose differently. And also I realized that I wasn't living my life to the fullest, that I was listening to that voice telling me that I can't too much. And I wasn't living my life to the fullest. So when I realized that on a Monday morning, I went in and told my boss, actually called him on his cell phone because he wasn't in the office, told my boss that I was going to be leaving. And the voice in my head kept telling me, do it tomorrow, do it tomorrow. You don't need to do it now, do it tomorrow. And for the first time I took my life in my hands and I quit. And that was, that was the spark for my business, which is the evolution room. I want to help people stop putting their dreams on hold because a voice in their head is telling them that they can't. I want to help them discover what it is that's possible for them and peel back those beliefs, peel back those thinkings that keep us from going where we, where we ultimately want to go. So that was the inspiration, that darn voice in my head that told me, do it tomorrow. And I ignored it (laughs) and build the courage to say, no, we're doing it today. So I love how you took that voice and made it your inspiration. Mm-hmm. I really love that. And you know, what people, especially our loved ones, what they fail to realize or understand is, yeah, what I have may look good on the outside because the first thing that they'll say is, oh, you got a good job with benefits, but you're on the outside looking in you're not actually inside the box or inside the the bubble with me i'm dying (laughs) you're like you know people don't understand what you go through especially especially being in corporate i'm in corporate right now but people don't understand what it's like to have those demands and goals and especially if you're working for a high producing department or company people don't understand what that that takes a toll on you physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, and your spirit. And all they can see is you have a good paying job and you have benefits, but they don't see the inside. Yeah. And I mean, I talk to my mom and my grandfather all the time. They only wanted the best for me, right? The reality is, is that I had the mask on myself. I was pretending to myself that that's what I wanted. And this can show up in so many areas of our life. It can show up in relationships that we say that we want to be in when we don't really want to be in them. Um, it can be in a career. It can be, it can be in any area of life. It comes down to removing the mask for ourselves and being who we truly are. And sometimes that, un- that means unraveling the, the beliefs that our family or friends or society or our environment puts on us. Yeah, that is so true. Mm-hmm. So can you remember a time in your business starting out where you had a hello moment? Yes, 
definitely when I had a hello moment. And I think I have a lot of hello moments, to be honest, because I'm constantly, constantly working on staying uncomfortable because I know that that's where success lies. So the first one that comes to mind is when I launched my Facebook community. And Candice, let me tell you, I was so nervous. I was so nervous to start this Facebook community. And I was on the phone with uh, I was on the phone with my friend, a dear friend of mine, and she has a podcast as well. And she's, an, she's a fellow coach. And I met her in my NLP training. And I remember talking to her and she was asking me, I mean, why do you want to start the community? Why, why is that something that you even want? And I said, I, I want it to be a community of people who are going after their life and who can be vulnerable with one another, who can be real with one another, who can share the uncomfortable moments with one another. And I remember her asking me what the purpose was of keeping that space from people, what the purpose was of getting in my own way. And again, listening to that voice because I was nervous of what other people would think. What was the purpose of standing in my way when I was only out to help other people? And that was a big hello of how frequently do we get in our own way when our intention is to give, when our intention is to support, when our intention is to serve. So I constantly challenge myself on how can I get out of my own way when my intention, my pure intention is to create a win-win for people. So I think that was a, that was a big hello moment for me and to, to step into that, right? To step into the uncomfortable. Even if I failed, Candice, it's okay to fail. Even if I failed and it, and it all crumbled, it's also okay because guess what? We get to learn from it. So I think that was my, that was my first hello moment. I love it. And I have to write down what she said. (laughs) What is the purpose of getting of our own way when our intention is to help people? Yeah, I like that. Have you ever thought about using it as an Instagram quote? (laughs) I am now. (laughs) I have one that I, I have one that I love. I'm not sure how I got this or what this download was, but it's hold your future with a loose grip and a strong will. Oh, I love it. That one's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is, you know, we, we get so uncomfortable and like, like you said, do it uncomfortable. And my, it was so funny because a previous VP that was there at my company before she left and she said, Candace get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I got nervous. I said, oh my gosh, what are you going to ask me to do? <laughs> I was like, what are you going to ask me to do that I was good? It's going to scare the poop out of me. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. One of, my, one of my dear clients that I love working with, I think it was our second call. And she said, I come to these calls and I'm about to throw up because I don't know what you're going to make me do. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to make you do anything. (laughs) However, you will get uncomfortable. (laughs) But no, that's good because that's when you know it's like, this is, this is it. This is right for me. I mean, like, I don't, I tend to not do, and I'm starting to get out of my little shell. I tend to not do things when I feel like, oh, really nervous or, you know, taken back by it. I'm like, uh, no, because to me, I feel like that is a sign of, no, you shouldn't do it if you feel mm-hmm. scared about it versus if you're good with it, then yeah, go with it. And I find out when I go with it, it doesn't work. So I tried it. I was like, okay, I'm nervous because I had a, did the summit previous in the early year. I said, I want to throw up. Like, I don't want to do this, but I did it anyway. And it was a great learning experience. And I'm like, 
I like this getting uncomfortable. I mean, <laughs> doing it scared and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. It really helps you so much because you just don't know what can come out of it. And it's like, what if, you know? When we shift our perspective, it opens so many doors. That's the truth. And you know, when you have others around you who are doing the same thing, right? Like I'm so grateful for the community, for our friendship, for friends that I have that I can call and say, I'm so nervous to do this. And they say, do it anyway, right? (laughs) You might mess up, you might do something silly or whatever it is. And when you can laugh with them at what you've done and make it less serious and more fun and a learning opportunity, when you shift your perspective, it's everything. And a big mindset that I have is celebrate your courage, not only the outcome. So frequently we want to look at the, look at the outcome to tell us how we did. When I say, if you're doing something for the first time, celebrate that courage, stack that courage, right? That took a lot for you to do that summit. Like that is your power. You embrace that. You celebrate that. You own that. And then the next time around you get better, right? You get better. You keep improving that 1%. So celebrate your courage as you step into the unknown constantly. Hey there, C.S. Dorsey here. We thrive on awesome feedback from our listeners because you make the show. Now we'd like to ask you to take a moment to comment, share, give a rating, or share your hello moment. Once you've done that, take a snapshot of the review and tag me on Instagram at C.S. Dorsey underscore hello. I cannot wait to hear from you. Yes, I love it so much. So yes, let's talk about how to stack your courage. Can you elaborate Mm. a little bit more on that? Yeah, so courage stacking, and I believe that this term is said in other ways as well, is when you look back at moments where you were courageous and you acknowledge those, you stack your ability to get uncomfortable and take action that required you to build that courage. Even it doesn't matter how big or how small it is. Really, it, it, it doesn't. What matters is that you did it. So when you can begin to write down those moments that you were courageous, those moments that you did cold calls. Ah, you were so nervous, but you made the phone call anyway. The moment that you told that person that you loved them and, oh my God, you were so nervous, but you did it anyway. Those moments when you can write those down, if you can create a log of courageous moments, the next time where you're about to, let's say, go launch a summit, the next time you're going to go speak on stage, You look back at those moments and you shift your state. And when you shift your state, that's your internal feeling and your internal representation of yourself. That's creating your world. So when you have that stacked courage, you can look at that stage. You can look at that summit and say, I got this. Like, I got this because I've been through this. I love it. I love it so much. You know, it's so funny we're talking about this because I remember when you asked me to do the webinar during your your series that you do every mm-hmm. every month mm-hmm. and I was like yeah I was like I'm gonna put my name down <laughs> and I was like oh my god Candace what are you doing I was like I haven't done this before but I've done a presentation before like you know work or whatever but I'm like I haven't done it in front of, group of people that I don't know so I was so nervous Corinne I I don't know if I told you. I and was you like, phenomenal. So, 
Everybody who's listening right now, she did phenomenal. Oh okay? my gosh. I was so nervous, but I was like, okay, I, I have to keep I have to get my mindset right. So I recorded myself actually going through mm. the presentation. Like an hour before the presentation, I went for the walk, you know, went for a walk. And then like a couple of minutes before the presentation, I jumped up and down to kind of like, you know, get that mm. drill and you know, to kind of like calm me down. But it helps so much when you and I kind of like chit chat in the beginning and it kind of like calmed me down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But going through it after I was done, I said, oh, my gosh, I'm addicted to doing this now. I want to mm-hmm. study more about, you know, doing presentations and mm-hmm. doing webinars. And I was like, that was just a taste. I was like, I'm booked now. <laughs> Watch out, world. I know, <laughs> right? You dip your toe in and then you dive. Exactly. Water's not as cold as you thought. Exactly. So, yes, I, I'm a firm believer in doing this scare. Even if you think you may sound weird or crazy, but just knowing the beginning, it may be a little shaky, but once you warm up, you're gone. Yeah. And this is something that we talk about in our trainings, the different stages to learning, which is awkward, mechanical, and then natural. So when we can start to embrace that, embrace the awkward, you're going to be awkward. Like embrace the fact that you're nervous. Maybe even say, wow, okay, I'm nervous right now. Huh? That's interesting. I've never done that before. Sometimes I notice when I vocalize that it helps me. It helps me work through my process of like, oh, I've never done this before. Okay. I'm kind of nervous. However, I'm also kind of excited. So is it excitement or am I nervous? Okay, cool. So when you start to embrace that type of mentality of this is going to be awkward, I've never done it before. When you learned the alphabet, did you just say the alphabet like from A to Z, like you were some prodigy? Probably not. We probably messed up a little bit, which is okay, right? We're not expected to know the alphabet on the first try. So what if we embraced more of that as adults? Yeah we start to get quicker results. Really? That's the truth. It's what I call happy freight. When you afraid, but you're happy. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You're living, baby. You're living. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That is the truth. Oh, I love it so much. So is there any last minute advice you have for our listeners out there? Mm, Last minute advice. So whoever's listening to this, You know that thing that you keep thinking about? The thing, maybe it's a project, maybe it's a conversation, whatever that is, that thing that keeps popping up and you keep putting to the side, keep putting it on the back burner. My advice is to take action. My advice is to stack your courage and take that first step to make it happen because you matter, your life matters, and it's important that you do it. That's my advice. I love it. That's awesome. That's really good. (laughs) That's really good. So where can everyone find you? Where can everyone find me? I am on all of the social platforms, mainly social media and Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn as well. You can look up Corinne Kivett, which I'm sure you'll probably have to look at the title because most people don't spell my name correctly on the first try. Totally fine. My mom liked to make it difficult. Um, you can search Corinne Kivett or also Evolution Room, and that will come up as well. Awesome. And we're going to definitely link those in the show notes. Well, Corinne, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really enjoyed myself. Thank you so much, Candace. Thank you for the great conversation and for the opportunity to talk. Yay.